asked, he said, have you heard of Legionnaire? A Frontline exclusive investigation. I plotted out each one of those deaths just to see if anything stood out. And in fact, it did. What did Michigan officials know? A lot of people didn't want us to expose what was happening and why it was happening. And was there a cover-up? Test the water. They should have tested the water. Flint's deadly water. Welcome to Student Connection Radio, the voices of the new generation. I am your host, April Stinson, a graduate student at Michigan State University. Let us dive in today, we will discuss the Flint water crisis, a human-made disaster. For two years, a frontline team in Flint has been working to uncover the actual toll of the city's water crisis. Frontline examined internal state emails and documents, conducted exclusive interviews, and analyzed every death in the county over seven years. What they found revealed how a human-made public health disaster that's become known for the lead poisoning of thousands of children also created one of the most significant outbreaks of Legionnaire's disease in U.S. human history. Crimes were committed against the people of Flint, the destruction of their infrastructure and the poisoning of their water. Our first topic revolves around the events that led to the water crisis in Flint. Here is a timeline of the events that unfolded during the Flint water crisis. Governor Snyder declared a financial emergency in Flint in 2011. He appointed an emergency manager, transferring all powers from city executive and legislative officials to an emergency manager accountable only to the governor. April 25, 2014, Flint switches to the Flint River as its primary water source. August-September 2014, City issues boil water advisories after discovering bacterial water contamination. October 13, 2014, General Motors says it will no longer use water from the Flint River because of machine corrosion. January 2015, Flint residents complain about the water smell, taste, and appearance. February 2015, Flint City officials say the water is safe to drink. March 2015, Flint residents filed a class-action lawsuit against the city and state officials. October 2015, the city declares a public health emergency due to high lead levels in the city's drinking water supply. December 2015, in a press conference, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder apologized for the crisis. January 2016, President Obama declares a federal emergency in Flint. March 2016, Flint's mayor declares a state of emergency. June 2016, criminal charges are filed against several state and city officials. One glaring story was the story of Jasmine McBride. She was one of 90 people in the Flint area that the state said were sickened during the 2014-15 outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. She was diagnosed with diabetes as a toddler. The disease takes the most significant toll on those who have a weakened immune system, including those suffering from chronic illnesses such as diabetes. McBride's struggles were much more than just physical. She was traumatized by her months in the hospital, she found herself having panic attacks and hyperventilating. Continuously, worried she would fall seriously ill again. Her 30th birthday was a celebration of survival. 
however, six months after that meaningful birthday, McBride was back in the emergency. Room short of breath. She went into cardiac arrest and lost consciousness. Eight days later, on February 12, 2019, Jasmine McBride died. Her immediate cause of death was cardiac arrest, but she suffered from complications of Legionnaire's disease in 2014, which were kidney failure, heart failure, and respiratory failure. Next, we are going to discuss who is responsible. The Michigan Attorney General's officer charged eight former state officials, including Michigan's former Governor Rick Snyder, for their alleged roles in the Flint water crisis. The group faces 42 counts related to the drinking water catastrophe roughly seven years ago. The crimes range from perjury to misconduct in office to involuntary manslaughter. The Michigan Civil Rights Commission, a state-established body, concluded that the poor governmental response to the Flint crisis was a direct result of systemic racism. In closing, is this fixed? Does Flint have safe water yet? As we have learned, the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, began in 2014 when the city switched its drinking water supply from Detroit's system to the Flint River in a cost-saving measure. It is a story of environmental injustice and Lousy decision-making by government officials on every level. What did we learn from this? It is coming up on the 10th anniversary of the Flint water crisis. What lessons have we learned since then? The Flint water crisis is not something of the past. Today, the people of Flint are still suffering due to several environmental human failures and the failure of government officials on every level. Thousands of Flint residents continue to get their water from lead pipes. Residents of Flint are still living with the aftermath, all while seeking justice a decade later. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Student Connection Radio. Before we end today's episode, the next time you have a glass of water, ask yourself, where does it come from when you drink water? Is the water you drink clean? How do you know if your water is clean? Make sure you join us on Student Connection Radio next week with the voices of the new generation. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we will interview those impacted by the Flint water crisis and learn how the residents and community leaders came together to provide for and support one another.